Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Clapper Report, episode 11. Uh, today, we're going to do a pretty quick one. Uh, we're going to go, firstly, over the Islanders and see what they could do better, look at a couple of their contracts, maybe some buyout options. Who knows? Following that, we're going to talk about the series that's going on right now, the Stanley Cup Finals. We made it. Yeah. So, the final round of the COVID Cup. COVID Cup couple games in here so we have some things to to interact over and, and yeah. kind of just see what we think um following that we are going to talk about the free agencies for the goalie uh i know we kind of briefly touched about it last week kind of talked about a couple of the goaltenders you know some possible ideas but now we're really going to dive into it we're also going to cover some good news uh, a couple trade rumors some trades actually going through uh so that's going to be a couple topics there and ending it all off, I believe we're going to talk about all the trophy winners, or at least the remaining of the trophy winners. Yeah. And uh, maybe have another appearance of the Salty Canucks fan. So stay tuned and, and find out. Hey guys, what's going on? Justin here. As Damien said, we are going to be discussing a variety of topics this week. Uh, a lot of shit going on, and uh, I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I guess we'll start off with the bad for me. Not really bad. I kind I'd of say hopeful. It's bad. It doesn't look pretty. But uh, <laughs> we'll start off with talking about the ever infamous New York Islanders and kind of talk about their contracts, kind of what's what what's the scoop? What's the scoop on them? So yeah. uh, what what are your on a, as an outsider looking in? What oh what, are, what are you looking at here? God. It's just and so, you know, I mean, obviously the Vancouver fan of me, you know, got a lot of flack for bottom sixers being paid a lot of money yeah and they do but like it's the same shit with the islanders cal clutterbuck casey zizekas leo komarov these guys are all getting paid at least three million each that's just three players it's nine million right there you know what i mean there's a lot of overpayments um especially on the back end with those two huge anchor contracts and johnny boychuk and johnny boychuk and nick letty Especially because Boychuk has a uh, no trade clause. Yeah. Um, six million and five and a half. So that's eleven and a half million that you could use yeah. to. That was the big eyebrow raiser for me. Yeah, it's definitely difficult, and yeah, I don't, I don't know, I yeah. don't like it. Well, all. yeah, definitely, definitely. Before we started like really recording, I, I always like had an idea of what people's contracts kind of looked like, but I never really analyzed it to the extent that we do now. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. actually finally taking a look at how the contracts look and how they lay out for the next couple of seasons here, it, it is a little crazy. And, and seeing a guy like, like Johnny Boychuk there and, and Nick Letty both tying up $11 million in cap room. Yeah. On, I don't want to say mediocre, but Boychuk guys, I didn't play at all in, the, in you know, this postseason here. No, they suck. And <laughs> like, he sucks. I mean... <laughs> I mean, both I like love the guy. I, he's I test and analytics, you know? Yeah, I mean, th- he's definitely a, like a, a familiar face now for yeah, the Islanders, where, where it's kind of just like, you know, you, you expect to see Boychuk out there now as an Islander. Yeah, he's a, he's a leader, right? Isn't he? Doesn't he have an A? I think he has an A, right? Yeah, I think One so. of them does. Yeah, I think so. Um, so it, it's kind of it's like, I feel bad saying it, but, but it is a ridiculous contract. It's a bad contract. Well, I mean, especially because Boychuk's age. You know, I mean, he's 36. He's not getting younger. And usually players top off or they start dropping off around this point. Yeah. So. And we've kind of already seen a, a nosedive almost. 
Yeah, you know, it's just anytime that the two of them are on the ice, I wince, and I'm not even like, I don't know. Yeah, he used to be a big scary guy. You know, whenever you saw Boychuk's name, he used well, to be he's like, still oh. big and scary, but it's like. Well, he's not scary. He's <laughs> no, he's big. scary if you're an Islanders fan. You know? <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> uh, like, well, right, then you, you well. also got a guy like Thomas Hickey. You know, you're still paying him two and a half, and yeah, he, I know he. There's been a couple injuries and stuff like that, so he's been pretty sidelined due due to injury. But that's also two and a half million that you're losing out on. Yeah, with, definitely. With, with nothing, and yeah. who knows what he's gonna look like next season if he plays. I mean, he, I, if I'm not mistaken, he did travel to the bubble with them. Yeah, I think so. And he didn't get any starting time at all. So that alone, right there, those top three defensive contracts are all ones Ugh. that you can really look to shift and, and don't even really play for them. Well, that's a big thing. And then with their defense, what I was saying to you before we started, it's like they already have six defensemen under contract, six NHL defensemen. And Boychuk, Letty, Hickey, Pellick, Mayfield, and Dobson. They still have signed Ryan Pulak and uh, Devin, uh, Devontae's and Andy Green potentially. Well, I would consider Pulak and Tays as being like, Mortal locks. You need to lock that in. You need to sign those contracts for them. Yeah. Almost wish you can, you know, swap roles with a couple of the other guys there. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but but definitely Taze and Pollock, and you know even Andy Green being as old as he is at at thirty seven. I still mean, still plays better than Boychuk. He still plays better than Boychuk. <laughs> so I I wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed to resigning him for another year contract, kind of like yeah, a char situation where where he's that old defenseman, you know that that veteran guy that you kind of just. Give border contracts too, just to keep on the team. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, and yeah, with Ryan Pulak and Delontes, I don't know how much they would be worth. You know what I mean? Would they take like two million each? Like, well, Pulak being that number, one, well, top line defenseman, we'll call him. Uh, he's he's gonna want something. But that's the thing. Like, they would have to go on a two million dollar contract. You know what I mean? In order to make it work right now, True. like. Yeah, maybe if they could do some type of, uh, you know, like a bridge deal right now, especially with the flat cap. I mean, the flat cap fucks a lot of teams, definitely. Eh, this is definitely a team that's not in a, in a good uh, situation because of it. No, exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And then speaking of the biggest fish to fry, Matt Barzell. Yeah. I mean, he's another player that I think is definitely going to have to get a bridge deal. And that's a lot of that's a big thing with a lot of the star player younger star players. I mean, he's only twenty three, uh, and honestly, he's the driving force of the offense. You know, it's no yeah, it's no question that he's definitely the future of the team, and he's definitely the future of the offense. Um, whether he, I I don't think he's due for that really really long contract that some people might be speculating. I don't think that's really I don't think it's really time for him yet. I hope it's not time for him yet to get that. I hope he takes like a, a bridge. Well, deal in a perfect like in a perfect world, I would sign. I would try to sign him long term. Really? I, yeah. I mean, I I okay. I mean, he's well, been consistently good, or cons- good. Yeah. You know, he's and, been consistently and I, I definitely want to see him player. as an Islander for you know forever yeah. for his entire career, of course. But I don't, I don't think it's the time for the Islanders right now. I think they have oh, to. Oh yeah, shift their I'm money. saying in an ideal world. In an ideal world, sure. Yeah. If we didn't have you know the money situation that I got now. I'm hoping he takes something not small because obviously he deserves to get paid a little here. Yeah. But but something just to get them by at least for another another season or two, hopefully three. Yeah. But he's definitely gonna get an offer, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, they. I mean, they have to. 
Well, I'm, well, I'm saying Barzell, not, I'm not like, saying even like just the Islanders. I'm saying you know an offer sheet coming in from another team, which would fuck the Islanders in that situation. Well, so that's the thing with the offer sheets, and you know, I feel like a team would try and call a bluff on it. You know what I mean? It's like, but Barzell's like, it's kind of like Aho last year, where they tried, where the Canadians offer sheeted him. It's like that's not possible. You know, there's no way that Barzell, it, if I'm uh, Lou Lamorell, I'm doing everything I can to keep Barzell. Yeah, of course, everything I can. Of course. You know what I mean? And fuck anyone's offer sheet. I'm taking whatever deal I can with Barzell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because without him, what what is his team? True. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean... He's the only, like... I, and I say that in the sense of, like, star players. Yeah. You know? He's the only star player on the team. I agree I mean, yeah, that. you know, like... Like, Bouvillier, you know, Everly... They, you know, they have good... They, you know, they have really good moments and everything. But well, that's not another exactly thing. Consistent. They're not the consistent. Like, exactly. you fell off pretty quickly there after, like, that first round. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Everly and Lee, you know, they're they're great. Don't get me wrong. I would love to have them on my team. Yeah, Anders but Lee, he's, not... been, he's been filling the role pretty well right now. I, yeah. I would definitely consider him still in that top line right now. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, but if they didn't have uh, Matt Barzell, true. you know, what, what is he looking like? Yeah. True, true. No, I, I agree with you on that. Um, I know that there's a couple of talks that they're, they're kind of involved in. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't know what they can do. I mean, Lou's got to figure something out. I, I he He's apparently known for these neat little tricks and stuff like that where he can find his way out of these contract deals. But. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I don't know. Maybe try and trade a guy like uh, Cal Clutterbuck, Casey Zizekas, or... Um, Leo Komarov get at least three million off a cap. Don't sign Matt Martin then. As much as I know, he's like a fan favorite. Everyone yeah. loves him, but I agree. He's with probably going to command like one and a half. You can't for him. You can't do that. Not right uh, now. Same with Kunakel. But then there's also Derek Broussard. Yeah. Do you think he gets? It would he get? You know, it's. I don't know. <laughs> there's a lot of shit to figure out this team. There is. There is, and, and it's going to be a, I, I think this is where now it becomes more of Lou's team this yeah. season, um, where, where, where it's now his de- decisions that are really affecting and really steering the team. Definitely. Uh, I'm interested. Um, and also another thing that we haven't really talked about too is like their picks. They don't really have a lot of picks. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Especially going into this, um, you know, this draft here, uh, the first two rounds they're sitting yeah, you know, and then the next season, you know, we already lost our second round. So, as far as trades go, they they don't really have much of a leg to stand on, especially yeah, they for don't these have a lot of leverage, especially for these top goal scorers. Like they need they they need one more goal scorer, one guy who's like a solidified stud. Yeah. Um, I just I don't see it in anybody right now, and uh it hurts. It oh, pains I, me. I I forgot about Andrew Lott's contract. <laughs> I just looked at it right now. Yeah, five million for another three years. Holy shit, man! I mean, they didn't sign that contract. Oh, they did sign that contract, right? Um, I think it was them because I know he came from Winnipeg a few years ago. But I think he traded with a one year left and then signed an extension. Oh, I don't know, something like that. But I don't know. But yeah, man, this team uh, needs to figure out some, this cap situation because they are actually in a mess right now. You know? Yeah. I would agree, unfortunately. But that's where we got the big man upstairs. We got Lou looking down on the Islanders. He's going to snap his fingers. I really thought you were about to say God for a second. (laughs) (laughs) We got God looking over the Islanders and the Islanders only 
give a fuck less about the rest <laughs> of the teams. <laughs> the hockey god Snoop Dogg, according to NHL 20, right? <laughs> <laughs> the hockey god, let's go. Um, yeah, well, I, I mean... that's the Islanders. I guess that's the Islanders. Disappointing for the end of the season. I wish, uh... I don't know. The, the overtime loss, you know... I mean, disappointing. Listen, you were I, still you were still with me when it happened. I was, yeah. I, I it was it yeah. was right after we were done recording. Yeah, uh, watching the rest of it, and uh, they had that breakaway at the end too. I forgot who it was. I think it was Brock Brock Nelson mm-hmm. on that breakaway, hit him right in the mask. It's just you see stuff like that. It's just they inches still away. To win a few games though. Well, they still needed to win a few games though. Well, it would have went to game seven. That yeah, was game. I'm sorry, I was thinking about yeah. game six included in that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that would have been. They would have forced game seven if uh, Brock Nelson was scored on that breakaway there. Yeah. But hey, it happens. And, and they're, as far as the team goes, they're a solid team. If they can keep some of those good pieces, you know, all right. A couple of those guys I feel like are interchangeable, especially on a couple of their contracts. Yeah. Not really on the defensive side and not really Barzell. But, uh, you know, those other bottom six forwards, you could definitely put in a couple of other pieces as long as they buy in like everybody else is. Smooth sailing, I think. Yeah. But um, we'll see how that goes in the offseason. Next, uh, I think we said we want to cover um, we want to cover this series, right? Yeah, We've made this, it. Uh, Stanley Cup Finals. COVID Cup Finals. COVID Cup. Um, game's on right now. It just started. Yeah, what is this? Game four, right? Yep. And, uh... Again, I'm fully expecting Tampa to take it in five. I think still? I said it. You're still on the board? Yeah, I'm still yeah, Tampa in five. I don't you know, I think game one was a fluke. Uh Dallas played well there. They caught Tampa by surprise. Game two, Tampa uh Tampa came right back. Yeah, what well, I, I feel like Dallas easily could have been easily could have taken control of game two. And even game yeah. three even game three, I you know, I, I did watch the beginning and even though they went down pretty early they were still playing good hockey. They were playing like the stars still. They were, they yeah. just weren't getting those lucky. Well, they weren't and, playing clutch. You they know? weren't playing clutch. And then also you got to think. I mean, these guys had to have rallied behind. Um, what's his name? What can I think of it? What's his name? Fuck the guy. Who rallied behind who? Oh, Tampa rallying behind. Oh, Stamkos. Oh, Stamkos. Wow. Oh, you see, he's all, he hasn't played in 211 days. Plays one period, then gone again. Well, I mean, you got to think oh, he scores that goal. Guy. All those guys. Oh no, are I know. Like, that's they're saying. rallying no, behind. I was just him making there. a joke about how little he's played the past year. Well, I, it sucks. Like there was a tweet of like how he's been fucked over so many times. Literally yeah. every year, something bad happens to this guy. Oh, he's fucking great to watch too, man. I love watching Stamkos play, and it's you like, saw his goal, right? Yeah, like, that it's was fucking inc- bro. Literally his first shot. Literally his first shot back in however long, and with an injury, Seriously, and hurt, man. And I, and it was lower body too, so you know he he's leaning on it, pushing it, and he and it's not like he was playing soft either. He was cutting mm-hmm. hard. He was yeah. He was playing the puck. So somebody was somebody was again. saying that uh, what's called he. <laughs> He probably got injured celebrating the goal like Bo Bennett on the Penguins a few years ago. <laughs> and I'm just, I was just thinking, I was like, how depressing would that be? You know, you come back and then you like get re-injured while celebrating a goal from being injured. <laughs> I, I no. And then I would go probably back retire. and sit back there, injured again, rehab again. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Yeah. This game is pretty back and forth right now. They're playing a lot in the neutral zone. Uh, Tampa's breaking anything up that like that they just showed a replay of Sergachev. 
uh, breaking up a uh, not two on one, two on two. Um, Sergachev's so fucking fun to watch. Yeah, I love watching Sergachev play too. This Lightning team is insane. They're fucking good. They're but, fucking great. But they also have issues. Oh yeah, with the cap. Yeah, um, people are look. I I didn't actually prepare this at all, so bear with me. This we need Jeopardy music. Um, oh, well, while you're looking that up, I guess I'll quickly mention the soundboard did come in. We got the soundboard finally. Just needed to figure out how to upload these sounds to it. And then we're going to be playing Jeopardy music while Justin finds the tweet or the, the story from the week before. Hell fucking yeah. Um, hold on. <laughs> Sorry. So they have five. Yeah, fuck. Okay. So they have five and a half million in cap space right now. Um, they need to sign. Uh, Patrick Maroon, Anthony C- Cicerelli, and Anthony Cicerelli is gonna be—he's gonna want something, right? For sure. I mean, he was—he was one of the candidates for the Selkie this year, right? Yeah. No, he's—he's he's getting paid. He's gonna have to, right? But then they also have a few defensemen, such as Sergachev, Eric Cernak, oh, no. uh, Cernak. Zach Bogosian actually has played surprisingly well since he came to the Lightning. Bogosian, yeah. Yeah, and then um. And what's it called? Where is he? And then Luke Shen. Luke Shen, I don't think they're really going to resign. I think that they're pretty fine. I mean, but that depends if Cernak. I was seeing something about Vancouver possibly offering, doing an offer sheet for Cernak, letting go of Tanev and Markstrom. And I was like, holy fuck. If wow. they could get Eric Cernak, man. And you'd be all right with that? Oh, I'd be, I'd be thrilled. Because okay. I'm already in the... I think you've already accepted from Tanev too. You're good. I'd rather have the top six forward into Foley and uh, and then a top four defenseman. Chris Tanev. This is his first season of not being injured in a while, so Mm. this isn't Canucks talk right now, though. Yeah, we'll keep it. uh, We'll keep (laughs) that uh, for a little later. We get a little angry, huh? But uh, yeah, (laughs) yeah. But uh, so yeah, with with this Dallas Tampa series, I mean, who knows? it, it might still be going. It might be going into Game 7 next week. I don't think it will, though. No, I think this, this is actually the last time we're going to speak before the series is over. I think so. I mean, considering they play, literally, they're going to play every single other day. Yeah, every other day. Um, Which is crazy. They have no breaks in between. Oh, they're actually playing tomorrow, too. Oh, yeah, man. So this is going to be the last time. Wait, they're playing tomorrow? They're playing tomorrow. They're doing a fucking back-to-back. What the when fuck? It, uh, I, I honestly thought it was every other day. So did I. I yeah, this is the only exception. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're so tomorrow again. We'll be uh, we'll be talking about what they can do to better their team what in both the offseason. Even even, <laughs> oh yeah, even the Stanley Cup final, what they can do. Yeah. Um. Regardless of, I mean, Tampa's gonna win, but regardless of who wins, we'll cover the both. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, that's that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna follow your lead on the Lightning. I think I think I had hope of Dallas, but. Honestly, though, I didn't see the only team that I could see it getting closer is Vegas because they play a very similar game. Um, Dallas plays a little bit more, not like, not more defensive, but you know, I don't know. I don't know how to really describe it. But I, I feel like saying. they play more similar to like that's uh, St. Louis team. Yeah, they play more like that game. You know? Oh my god, nasty. 
right. Well, uh, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> sorry, we were just getting lost in the sauce. We will. We will. Um. So I guess we'll move on now to the goaltending and the free agents. Um. Yeah. We kind of um, brushed on it, like I said earlier, uh, last week. Yeah. I mean, we're probably we're pretty much gonna brush on it again kind of no it's well like, we're actually yeah we'll actually take a deeper look i well, mean i'm saying because it's like there are there hasn't been much you know what i mean it's not none of them have signed a contract so it's true. like and it's really up in the air besides you know so anyway so robin laner um they haven't really said much about him about him yeah um however uh flurry said that he wants to stay in vegas yeah i was reading that uh he he said even if they do sign laner they want to keep him which like, which is kind of bullshit in my opinion, I think. But oh, he also did state too that he doesn't want to be the backup. Yeah. Which kind of like, which it you know, and I think that Vegas is a good example of like the one A one B, um, what's it called? And so like, I don't think either of them would be a backup. It's more so it's just like, oh, you won three in a row here, keep playing, and it's like, give you a rest, and then if they like the other goalie wins a couple games, you know what I mean? It's a one A one B situation. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I mean, Laner had two point eight nine goals against and a nine twenty save percentage. Um, fucking good numbers. Mm-hmm. No, incredible numbers. So well, I I don't know. What do you think? Do you think he's gonna stay? Laner, yeah, hundred percent. I think so. Vegas does everything they can to resign that contract. And whatever happens with Flurry happens with Flurry. Whether they can shift him or not, probably not. No, I wouldn't want to take that seven million dollar contract. But uh, even those two years is not. I think I think they resign later. I mean, they can't give him the house, but uh, well, then that that's also true. I, I forgot that it's seven million. So yeah, it's like, it's... how much room do you really have to throw at later? Yeah. Before you're you. you... <sighs> and do you give up on one of your UFAs or RFAs? You know, and do you let them go? It's like this flat cap really fucks a lot of teams, like we just said. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Well, um, so, I mean, I, I also think that Laner's going to stay. I don't think that they want to let him go. And I think that Laner can be a goalie that helps them to the cup. Yeah. I, if they I do agree. get a cup, fuck I, Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot to throw that in. Fuck Vegas. <laughs> That's yeah. going to be on the soundboard, everybody. We can make that happen. Oh, yeah. We're no, just we're making you it saying happen. it, and then we'll just cut it up and we'll put it on there. Fuck Vegas. <laughs> I like it. I think that's a good idea. Oh, you know, it would be really funny if we did like fuck vase, but underneath like each word's like, boom. <laughs> like a, like a vase, but like, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to get some type of audio guy in here and help us with that one. Um, anyway, so the next goaltender that we'll talk about is Braden Holpe. Uh, Braden Holpe is going to be going to free agency. Uh, Ilya Samsonov is going to be taking over in uh, Washington. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Holpe's numbers weren't too good this year. He had a 311 goals against and an 897 save percentage. Yeah, um, not good at all. Definitely not to Stanley Cup caliber. Um, so, yeah, I think he goes. Um, there's also talks about him. Uh, listen, I know I'm saying that there's talks of everybody going to Vancouver, but uh, there's talks of him going to Vancouver uh, to be a 1A, 1B with Demko. Which would um, make sense, but it, it depends chill. on how much he wants, though. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I know he's not gonna get, he's not gonna get like five million. He can't, unless a GM overvalues him. Just Which we're just seeing a couple of overvalued uh, contracts already. Oh, but um, I uh, hope he, without a doubt, leaving 
you know the DC area there, but where where he goes and for how much he got impeached. I don't know. Yeah, he got impeached. <laughs> Hopefully, he actually leaves. Um, who knows? <laughs> who knows where he goes? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I realistically don't have an idea. I mean, well, that's the thing with this this whole goaltender situation is free agency is a shit show. I feel like this is the most amount of good goaltenders that are on the market in a very long time. Yeah, first you know I mean? there, really there's gonna there's gonna be a whole carousel. Yeah, you know. I also know Detroit's looking at a goalie. Uh, they were pursuing Markstrom. Oh, Carolina heard is in the you know it, in the in looks. For, yeah. So. Detroit and yeah, Detroit and Carolina are both looking for go- good goaltending. Um, so yeah, I don't know that. Also, speaking of good goaltending, that leaves us to Thomas Grice. Yeah. Uh, which is very unfortunate. Yeah, I think I think the really big perception here is that he is 100% going. I, I think it was actually confirmed, too. Yeah, I think he said that he wanted to or test Or sources are market. saying that yeah. he is going to be testing. Which yeah. is a shame. It, it's a He's shame. He's been on the team for a while. It's a big He's piece been of the culture. He's been a really long time, it feels yeah. like now. What is he, 34 now or something? 33, 34? Yeah, he's getting like a bit older, but, but still in his prime, at least, I feel like. You know, he had two really great back-to-back seasons for the Islanders. Yeah, so, still putting up really solid numbers. 274 goals against and a 913 save percentage. That's yeah, pretty good. It's going to be a shame to watch that go. But I wish him the best as an Islander fan. And I know a lot of Islander fans you know, feel the same exact way. Definitely will will be fans of him while he's long gone. Yeah. Just like Laner. Yeah. That wasn't a dig. That was like a genuine like shit. Laner's a fucking good guy. <laughs> I know. And that's what sucks. It feels like these guys are so good that like you... But it makes sense as to why they're not on a team. You yeah, know? especially with Johnny Boychuk and Nick Letty's contract. <laughs> yeah, with those contracts. <laughs> Speaking of contracts, Jacob Markstrom, what's he going to get? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, man. Um, yeah, some reports I saw were like 6.5 or something. 6, 6.5 million. Is that what's really in the works for him? Between 5.5 and 6.5. That's what I saw for him. That's what the market value is. That's crazy. I mean, it, it, it's I mean, well it makes, deserved. It, yeah, yeah, but also it's like I feel like a lot of people are not realizing. I mean, yeah, he's like thirty or whatever, so he's still got time. But he's only been like pretty good goaltender now for like the past like sixteen months. Yeah, you know, he hasn't been that really big rock. No, for a while. But before that, at, at, I used to cringe anytime the first period would happen because he would always let in a soft goal at the start of every first period, mm-hmm. always. For years, and then he just automatically just turned it on, and it, you know, so five and a half, I, the Canucks can't pay it. I don't think that he's gonna stay. I think yeah. he's gonna leave. And um, apparently Detroit this week was pursuing him pretty hard, or pretty hard. Um, they were really looking into him. They were calling his camp. So uh, yeah, I don't know. It's unfortunate. I mean, he had really good numbers on a shitty team. Or on a shitty defensive team. Yeah. 275 goals against and 918 save percentage. So. Solid numbers. So he'll, he'll get paid. That's insane that he's going to be making that much. I didn't even think it would be that much. That's Yeah, I mean, that's what they were talking about. I don't know, man. I mean, considering Marc-Andre Fleury's in the seven. I mean, obviously seven's like crazy, but. Yeah, I mean, and we have to remember those two. When Fleury signed the contract, he was on the Penguins and they had just won like two cups or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he, he was a Stanley Cup yeah, like goaltender. I, yeah, it he made won three, sense he for he that won three cups. Well, Wait. I mean, tech. I mean, yeah, technically won three, but really two because Matt Murray won the, yeah. the third. Won the third one. Speaking of Matt Murray, most fucking overrated goaltender. I'm sorry, <laughs> he had literally a year and a half that was great, 
any went to shit. That's another odd uh, thing. Pittsburgh is apparently looking into trading Matt Murray. Really? So any one of these goaltenders could also be a destination for the Penguins. Huh. Um, maybe Grice or maybe our next guy, Corey Crawford. True. Who I'm not sure if he'll move on from the Blackhawks. Honestly, I can't see him anywhere else except Chicago. Same. <laughs> um, especially because Chicago isn't playing bad still, and neither is Crawford. I mean, he had a 277 and a 917 save percentage. Yeah. It's fucking good. Yeah. I mean, it, it, and he's also like 35, I think. Yeah, it so would make you, sense for another contract with, with them. If you sign to like a $4 million two-year contract, that's solid. I'd take that. You yeah. Know, 3.5 maybe, but like. That would probably be like the cap on it. Yeah, man. I know this goaltending is a shit show. But it's going to be fun to see. It's definitely going to be shockwaves after after the first signing. I feel like that's when all the dominoes are going to fall into place. Well, and you're going to kind of see it form pretty quickly here. Yeah. But it's just who's going to make that first move. Yeah. Um, I'm actually trying to... I forgot the date. I think it's October... Yeah, when is free agency that's, open? Yeah, that's what I was looking at. Um, October 9th at 12 p.m. October 9th? That's coming up. Yeah, man. That's like two weeks away. Wow. That's like two and a half weeks away. Shit, yeah. Um, two weeks. Come back. We'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, yeah. Um. So we got a free agent that was signed, or I guess not a free agent that was signed, but somebody who got re-signed. Yeah, Jeff Petrie. Jeff new contract. Petrie, man, my man, Petrie, getting. You know, uh, have you ever watched The Land Before Time? No. Stop playing with me. You really <laughs> never seen The Land Before Time? No. The dinosaur, a little. Yeah, I know what you're talking about because I feel like I've seen like the poster for it and stuff like You've that. You've never fucking seen that? No. That was like my childhood. Really? Well, yeah, dude, I used to love that shit. I used to love dinosaurs as a kid, though. Hmm. Um, but so Petrie is like one of the names of one of the characters. So anytime I would see Jeff Petrie's name, would make me laugh a lot. Um, but yeah, so Jeff Petrie, thirty-two years old, he just signed a contract today with the Canadians, an extension, uh, six point two five million dollars a year for four years. Now thirty-two. That's kind of a lot. Yeah, bit of an overpayment in my opinion. For for the term, yes. For the term, yes. But I mean, he could also be like a Giordano, who Giordano's been playing better with age now. You know what I mean? Giordano, yeah. Giordano, I think is 35, 36 and he's still playing great. He's playing like he's 30. You know, he's only getting better with age and I feel like it's the same thing with Jeff Petrie. You know, his both his underlying numbers and his uh point production really skyrocketed. I mean, if he had 40 points in 71 games played. Wow. Um, and all his advanced stats say that he's, you know, just a great defenseman. Uh, you know, he's got over 55% in Corsi, uh, scoring chances for and high danger scoring chances for. Oh, wow. So he's definitely, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's definitely like at least tied Mm -hmm. with Shea Weber for best defenseman on that team. Wow. Which yeah, I'm so I mean, Shea it, Weber's still kicking. it makes sense, but I mean, six point two five. Well, know. so that's the thing, and it's like, so what I was thinking about, it's like I was looking at their uh, contract situation. Nick Suzuki, he has to sign a new contract in two years, and we all know how well Nick Suzuki played in the playoffs and the yeah. end of the regular season. Played really great, especially for a twenty-one year old. Then Jesper Kukkonen, he only has one year left on his entry level deal. 
So where's this money coming from? You know, especially with that Joel Edmondson contract that they just signed. Mm-hmm. They just signed that Joel, Joel Edmondson contract, what, last week, I think it was, that we talked about and how it was an overpayment. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like 3.5 or 4 million. I don't fucking know what it was, but yeah. Uh, pretty rough. Yeah, they got a tough situation. <laughs> yeah, they need to get Carl Alsner off the books. That fucking, he sucks. Yeah. How much is he locking up to me? Oh, what is it? Fucking five million or something? Five million. Oh, wait, now I need to check. Yeah. It's, if you guys can tell, we're a little bit scatterbrained this episode. We've had a lot of shit going on this week. Um. Oh, four point six. Okay, but it's still up. That's there. still a lot. That's man. almost five. Especially because how shit he's been playing. And they were talking about him getting bought out. But again, we know buyouts don't really do too much for the team. Yeah, we were kind of uh, trying to look at the options for the buyout for the Islanders earlier before we started recording. And yeah, it just it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Especially with the options with putting people down in the AHL and stuff like that. Yeah, you're better off putting them in the AHL and save like a million more than if you were buying them out. Yeah. You know, and less time. Even still doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see. Um, um, then we have... Um, but we have a couple more things then to discuss. Uh, like the trade between the Panthers and Penguins. Oh, we need a trade button. See, I just felt like there would be a trade button right there. (laughs) (laughs) I was ready to go. Oh, dude, we need to come up with some fucking crazy shit. Yeah. Like trade alert. Trade alert. Like, like some like GI Joe shit. (laughs) Um, so yeah, this, so I have to say, this is probably one of the worst trades this past year. Um, Patrick Hornquist going to the Panthers, which is solid for the Panthers. That's good. For Mike Matheson, who is shit, and, <laughs> and Colton Skevior. I never knew how to pronounce this guy's name. Skevior, Skevior. Skevior. Um, he's a fourth liner. You know, he's a, he's a fine fourth liner. He's making like 1.6, I think. But Mike fucking Matheson. Yeah. Mike fucking Matheson. Now, your reaction to Mike Matheson is a lot different than mine. This is a salty Canucks fan right here. Ugh. He injured Pedersen last year and gave um like nearly gave him a concussion or something. Gave him a concussion, something like that. So that's where this was rooted from. Yeah, that's where that that's why I have shit in all capitals next to his name. Dude, my man was literally fucking pushing Pedersen's head into the boards, right? Threw him down to the ice for no fucking reason because he got beat on a play. Wow. Completely fine. And, like, made Pedersen miss, like, 13 games. So, I have complete bias when I say that Matheson shit. But nearly every single person in the world agrees that Mike Matheson is shit except for uh, Jim Rutherford. (laughs) 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 Which I guess is really the only person that matters. does Does it matter, though? I mean, well, I mean, if he's trading for him, yeah, right? I mean, so he was quoted as saying... That, I quote, Mike is a young, skilled defenseman with a great offensive instinct who plays with speed and has a good shot. End quote. No, no, he doesn't have any of those things. He sucks ass. (laughs) Dude, I'm sorry. Mike Matheson, man, he's got six-year contract, a six-year contract, Damien, for $4.875 million a year. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That doesn't really make a lot of sense. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And so I just looked. Skavior has like a one point two million dollar contract for one year. That's nothing. That's a good. That's a good depth for them. But Mike Matheson, man, are you serious? 
I'm genuinely so fresh. I'm not even a Penguins fan. I don't even like the Penguins. They're pretty, <laughs> and I'm pretty indifferent towards them. But holy shit, this is a terror. <sighs> I'm actually frustrated now just looking at Mike Matheson's fucking face. <laughs> Dude, because it doesn't make sense. No, they're kind of, they they wanted to clear up cap space, right? They're taking on like six hundred thousand more. I don't understand the point of this deal. There was no point to it. Yeah, I, well, I remember like it got like broken, like from the rumors. They were saying, "Oh, this is happening, 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 happening," and then there was like a no trade clause, or and there was a glitch in the trade. Yeah, something. like So they that, almost right? got it. They almost got away with not doing it. They had a he chance. Have literally said, "Oh wait, you know what? I fucked up. Let me." Yeah, wait. This. I'm actually looking at the paper here. Sorry, and, uh, I smoked too much crack last night. Like, no, man, this trade sucks. Yeah. <laughs> they they had an out and they didn't. They Look didn't at take me. It. I'm actually getting frustrated about it. I feel like I'm turning red. Holy fuck! I don't understand this trade, Damien. Yo, when we have those cameras on, everybody will be able to see you getting red here. Oh my god, I'm actually frustrated. Moral of the story is I can't wait to watch Matheson and uh, Jack Johnson play together on the same pairing and to me be the worst pairing in the NHL. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Rutherford, I don't know what you're doing. Somebody was oh, I forgot who the fuck it was. I I think it was just a random comment on Instagram or something. But they were like, "This is like a very this trade alone, I would fire him." <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you kind of make a little bit of Why sense there, but because this is just a terrible trade. So yeah. we're signing off on that for him to make that trade. Yeah. So for any other team that's trying to make a trade, uh, take a take a note from GMJR and uh, do better, because that <laughs> trade better. sucks ass. Anyway, I I'm agree. getting pissed. Uh, what else we got to talk about? Yeah, uh, Patrick Laine. Oh, Everyone's talking God. about him and uh, his possible uh, his possible trade. Yeah. Um. So Patrick Laine, man, he is a very interesting player. So I remember, I mean, I don't know if you remember with the draft, was it 2016 with Austin Matthews and him? The two of them going one and two overall. And uh, no, it wasn't. No, Jack Eichel was second overall, right? No, he was McDavid's draft. I'm sorry. Yeah, so it was Matthews and Laine. And everyone was like, oh, Matthews or Laine, you know, whatever. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, Line A could be probably just my anti Leafs bias. Yeah. But you know, I'm like, yeah, Patrick Line A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit, this guy can't put it together. Yeah. You know, he has the skills to be a great offensive player, but I don't know, man. He, I don't know. He just doesn't put it together. I mean, this year it doesn't look bad. He had 35 points in 68 games, but. Which... He's playing on the first. He's supposed to be playing on the first line. And he's making like six point eight this year. Six point eight for one more year. It was a bridge. Deal. It was one of those bridges. Okay. Deals. I think it was like a two year deal. But like. But it also doesn't make sense in a trade to pull a, a one year contract at such a big price too. So that's why I don't kind of understand these trades, or at well, least a trade rumor form. Well, I mean the rumors are I I believe because I don't think that they see a future with him in Winnipeg. But also like, what's the real value out of him? Especially coming up on a contract, he's going to want around the same money. Well, so that's the thing. Um, like, just think about the price tag. So I saw two destinations for um, for Patrick Laine. One being Philly and one being the Blue Jackets. Okay. So Winnipeg is looking for a center or a defenseman. Philly has both of those. 
So it's been talks that he could be like their first or second line winger. Hmm. But at what cost, though? You know, if they if you're looking at centers, you're not going to – you're looking probably at like Nolan Patrick. But Nolan Patrick's injury history, I don't know if they would want that. Holy shit, Dallas is up 2-0. I might be eating my words. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I agreed with you, so I can't oh, even say shit. that. You didn't say five games. I think you said, like, did you? you didn't uh, yeah, I knew it was going to be a series. A uh, uh, series, not series. Wait, what, what? Oh, that's a good pass. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, my fucking God. Best left, he had no chance. Well, I mean, that was just a sick goal. Yeah, that was a crazy pass. Yeah, he got it in between his left. Oof. Jamie Benn, yeah, fucking course. He's involved in any scoring play. You know, I like team. Joe Pavelski, though, so I'll give it to him. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I mean, and they have a lot of good defensemen, like such as Gostas Bear, uh, Felipe Myers, Travis Sandheim, but I don't think Philly wants to give any of them up. Yeah, it's going to be tough for them to, to but pull also, a trade off with them, I feel. Yeah, but I've also seen them talk about trading Gostas Bear because he hasn't lived up to his contract. Mm. But like... Well, I guess it depends on how much he's got left, right? Because I think he has $5 million cap hit. Um, Shane Goss' bear contract is... Where the fuck is it? No, the Ghost Bear Foundation. What the fuck? <laughs> Yo, what? Um... He's got, okay, so he's got 4.5 left. Um, he's got three years left at 4.5. That's not actually a bad contract. But would they want to trade that? Yeah. For uh, Patrick Line, who isn't really a good defensive forward at all. I mean, he's a pretty big defensive liability, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's definitely going to be a tough piece to move, I feel like, for them. Yeah, so... I don't know. Oh, Braden Point. Look at that. I can never stop talking about this guy. Thank you for pointing that out. Bra- oh, get it? Hey. hey. I don't know. Like, oh my. Holy Jesus fucking shit. Christ. Dude, Braden Point's fucking disgusting. He's got the fastest hands I think I've ever seen oh. in my entire life. Oh my what God. What a nasty ass backhand right there. That's He's like, disgusting. Yeah, you're fucking right. Yo. Oh my God. Oh, and he. Oh, look at him. He came from the. Oh my god. Look at god. the speed. Wow. Brain points the top five center in the league. I don't care. <laughs> wow. Wow. That was incredible. Oh no, he said he said, What a fucking pass, yo. That was a pretty nice pass. Holy shit. Wow, they're pissed. Third straight game with a goal. So I told you. Are, if you guys are you listening met- and that you didn't see that goal, take a look at that fucking goal, man. That was crazy. Yeah, towards the end of the first, Brain Point's goal there. Wow. Insane. But, I mean, that's what I was trying to say. Like, when we, every time that we ever talked about him, the impact that this guy has on the ice, three straight games with a goal. Dude, he's a On really top of what he did in the Islanders series. Yeah. Every time he fucking played. I mean, he was scoring or he was involved in the scoring play. Yeah, man. Brain yeah. Point is definitely becoming one of my favorite uh, MVP of the uh, Stanley Cup here. <laughs> Ooh, unless the Dallas Stars win it and Anton Kudobin wins yeah. the Conn Smythe. But... Kudobin's. Well, he's actually going to be a free agent this season, too. I don't think we noted that. but Did we? I don't know if we did. I know we did before the start of the recording. Yeah. I don't know if we mentioned it here, but Kudobin also going to be a free agent. 
And it's like, is he going to win a Stanley Cup and then not re-sign with the team? I don't know. Well, I don't think he's going to win a Stanley Cup. But <laughs> and that has after nothing... that goal from point, I don't think so either. But uh, we'll have to <laughs> oh, wait and see. Oh, my God. It was so filthy. Yeah, it was nuts. Um, I think that really does it for the trades, right? That does it for trades and rumors and everything, at least right now. At least we have so I, well, not even good news to talk about. Well, so we'll save that one for fucking last. Yeah, but we'll we'll talk about um the rest of the NHL trophies to wrap things up here for for this week's episode. Yeah. Um, stay tuned to the very end. You're gonna hear very angry Justin mm. again two weeks in a row. But um, where do you want to start? Now I guess we start from the top of what I of like how I wrote it. Okay, so the Norris. Uh, Norris Romagnosi. I think I called. Did I say it? I don't know. Remember if I said it, but I think him and him and Hedman are, are the two best defensemen in the league. I thought it was gonna be Hedman. I, I mean, be Hedman. He was crazy this season. I think he came yeah. third. Um, so he was even come third in. Who I think Hedman. Or um, who was? Now we're. I'm so sorry about us being so like looking this up, everybody. But, um. Now I'm actually. Norris. No, no, not the Calder. What the fuck? Oh, John Carlson. Bro. Yeah, John Carlson John came Carlson in second. Yeah, isn't I knew a that. fucking good defenseman. He's a good. I think I already went on a rant about that. <laughs> because it just. Yeah, he puts up a lot of points, but is he really good defensively? No, he's not. They're literally voting for him just because A, he's in the Metropolitan Division. It's a Metropolitan Division bias. And two, because he fucking put up points. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, Victor Hedman only got four first place votes. I honestly um, think he easily could have taken he's it. He's better than he's better than Carlson. I don't even care what anybody says. I know, dude. McCarr was ninth in votes. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, Roman Yossi. Uh, yeah. oh, um, Roman Yossi. Yeah, he took it with a hundred nine, um, first place votes, and then John Carlson at fifty six first place votes pretty crazy um but also at the same time i expected that i expected one of him or headman um do you see any issues with that no i mean i would have went with headman personally but I, it, it makes sense as to how it went at least regular season wise because that's what the uh the word is it, ma- it makes it, you could see the argument yeah definitely so um heart trophy um we have leon dreisaitl Right. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I didn't really see too much of a surprise. Um, I. It was really, be- for me, between him and McKinnon. Yeah. McKinnon fucking carried that team, that Avalanche team. Um, yeah. But I, I figured they would go with Dreisaitl. Yeah, it makes sense. He, you know, stepping yeah. in. But it's that like, top guy for their team. It kind of made sense. My biggest thing, though, is that he had McDavid to work with. I know it's like, oh, they don't always play on the same line. Okay. But still, I'm sorry. They're playing on the power play together. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. they play together, you yeah. know? I I still think McKinnon's the best, most valuable to his team. Cause yeah, the solo Oilers effort there. Yeah, the Oilers didn't have dry sidle and they had like a, an average first line winger. Then it would be McDavid. You know what I mean? It's like, so I don't know. Uh, That's pretty whatever to me. Um... Then we have the Ted Lindsay, which also went to Dreisaitl. Um, This was the best player in the regular season, I believe is what the Ted Lindsay is. Also, uh, Leon Dreisaitl. Um, fucking, it's actually, you know what, it's actually pretty cool to me, though, 
um, what's called how like a German guy is winning a few awards because like I feel like that you know as much as like a stereotype as it is, it like does help boost like internationally. You know what I mean? It helps boost everybody in that internationally. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's you like can so, definitely you know. Yeah, a few follow German, him. Yeah, a few German kids are definitely watching this. Like, oh wow, you know, like I could one day like win a trophy in the NHL. You know, and I think that's fucking awesome. I mean, even like Nico Hiche, like getting being first overall pick as a Switzerland, a Swiss kid. It's like that doesn't happen all the time. So it's like no. that's a happen that boosts like the World Junior Championship. That's fucking awesome. Easily. I do like seeing that. Yeah. However, again, Nathan McKinnon <laughs> is I think the most outstanding player in that category. Yeah. Considering it was really only McKinnon. That's on his that, team. On that uh team. So uh yeah. Then we have the Vesna Trophy, Tuka Rask, Connor Hallibuck, and Hellebuck, and Andre Vasilevsky. To me, this one didn't really make much sense. Why didn't it make sense? I don't know. I I really thought Vasilevsky would take it. Yeah. I think I, that's who I was really pulling for. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't know. That's what I thought. I mean, I... I... See, I think, I think definitely a part of it is because he took the award last year mm. Vasilevsky um that makes sense yeah Hellebuck had a 922 save percentage though and he also was first in shots faced and saves okay and shutouts on a shitty Winnipeg well, well now yeah now that you kind of mentioned you know that I mean? I, that kind of makes a little more sense it, it, yeah you could see the art but I mean I still see the argument for uh Vasilevsky yeah you know what I mean because Vasilevsky but also the Vasilevsky plays on a great team as we're seeing currently. True, true. So, but I mean, the first part of a great team is the goaltending. Is it? I feel like that's the main rock. It is. An you can you can have you can have the greatest team in the world if you're losing these close games because of goaltending. I mean, but if you got a solid top six defense, you know who can control shots to the outside. As long as you got an average goaltender. Yeah, I mean goalies are an integral part. I'm I'm just shooting the shit. Yeah, goalies no, I are see what a you're very saying. Integral part to a team. I, uh, no, I see exactly what you're saying though. It makes sense. It it depends on how your team is structured, and you know, I mean, sure. you have a team like Canucks who play a very uh, let loose at the goaltender, and then let the goaltender feed for <laughs> themselves. Him, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, speaking of Vancouver, yeah, should we do it? Salty Canucks fan. So, the Calder Trophy goes to the most outstanding rookie, as voted on by, I believe, the NHLPA, or the NHL, fuck them Writers Association. Fuck them. So, here's my thing. Cal McCarr won the Calder, uh, Calder Trophy. He did. I'm not mad about that. I'm not. I'm really not. I think it could have been to either Quinn Hughes or Cal McCarr. However, the fucking voting in it. Are you kidding me? Did you see the discrepancy? What 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 am I looking at? Cal McCarr, 116 first place votes. Quinn Hughes, 53? Are you serious? They were neck and neck, man. Quinn Hughes had more points. He was better on a shitty team. He was the best defenseman on that team. Yeah. Granted, you could say Cal McCarr was too on the Avalanche. You could. Easily, I think. But the Avalanche are a better team than the Canucks. Avalanche are a way better team. Oh, all right. I wouldn't say way better. 
Also, I just want to say, somebody voted Adam Fox as being the first place fucking vote. Yikes. As somebody to win the fucking Calder. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, man. That's my main gripe with it. That's why I'm salty about it. I'm not mad that Makar won. I'm mad that Hughes lost by so much. Yeah. That gets me fucking pissed. Yeah, he didn't get... I don't know. I, I mean... I think you can argue both of them deserve it. If only they could split that award. I think that it easily could have gone to the both of them. Well, that's the thing. I think it's neck and neck. But it's also because, like, Makar's a year older. But you also got to think. Like, these guys don't know who else is voting on the ballot. You know? Who it's they're a voting bunch for. of fucking biased writers and shit. You know what? I want to be a biased writer. Maybe one I'll day. Start, I'll start writing articles. Start writing I'll some blogs for the, uh, for the yeah. Clapper Report here? Hell, yo. Oh. Start writing some blog posts. Yo. Oh, no. I don't need more assignments. Yo, not gonna lie, dude. I'm That'd like, be pretty seized. That but would like, be pretty sick. Have, like, a website with all of our uh, blog posts oh, on top yo. of the podcast. I already have to write a bunch of shit for school. Alright, so we'll wait a couple years. We'll wait till you're done. Oh, your no. <laughs> Holy fuck. Uh, that'd be pretty cool, though, if we did do a blog. Yeah. Even if we don't do it so often. Whatever. We'll figure that out. Yeah. I guess it is what it is, but um, I mean overall, pretty crazy week. Um, I'm ex- yeah. uh, at least for even personal wise too. I mean, I've just been yo this week. I went so back bad. to work and it, it was yeah because you had a week off, right? Yeah, I had a week off, so it was a lot of like figuring out what happened while I was gone and fixing things and just busy overall and getting yelled at. No, <laughs> not yelled at. I was but... getting yelled at. <laughs> really? Oh uh, well, yeah. Well, I mean. By the clientele. <laughs> clientele, if you want to call them that. The clients. By the, by the lovelies. Um, so that about does it, I guess, for this episode, right? Any uh, any last notes you want to make before we go? Um, well, no, not really besides the usual shit. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, we haven't said this yet, but go rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, um, we've been getting a couple of ratings there, but definitely yeah, need some that, more. That boosts us up the charts a little bit, and uh, definitely be, we'd definitely be very appreciative. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I just took a sip of this new beer called Coffee Crumb Cake. An imperial stout with coffee. Oh, it's a stout. Oh, bro, I smell it. And turbinado <laughs> sugar. And I legitimately almost just threw up all over our mics here. Yo, I'm actually crying right now. <laughs> that was absolutely oh brutal. Oh, God. Bro, holy shit! <laughs> Yo, oh, take an air sip like of coffee. It. An air sip, oh, or or a regular sip. I don't care. All right, I don't have COVID. <laughs> it looks like oil. Oh, that tastes like shit. It is dis- disgusting. Yeah. Oh, that tastes like buns. Okay, <laughs> I can confirm as somebody who loves beer. That tastes like absolute donkey shit. Holy fuck. And it looks like actual diarrhea. Dude, that looks like looks like motor oil that we just swallowed. <laughs> We're doing an oil change in the Clapper Report studio. <laughs> um, um, yeah, but I guess disgusting. you want to run it down, Spelling Bee. Uh, yeah. The Long Island's 2020 Spelling Bee. Justin, you're now up. Please spell the Clapper Report's Instagram. Can you use it in a definition, please? Or can I, in a sentence? 
Oh, have you listened to the last episode of the Clapper Report? You should go follow them on Instagram at T H E C L A P P E R R E P O R T. The Clapper Report. You did it? You just won a 2020 Long Island Spelling Bee. Woo! <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I actually like that a lot. It was pretty chill. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, guys, so go follow us on Instagram. Uh, drop us a follow to comment on some of our posts. We, we we slacked a little bit this week, but again, that's because of our personal lives. Yeah, definitely um, a busy week. Yeah, but we're going to be trying to post more this week, uh, especially with all the news coming out. There's definitely going to be some other shit. The finals um, concluding. Yeah, so go go hit us uh, with a follow. Uh, share it with your friends and rate us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. Do the usual bullshit. Like, like comment, subscribe. You know? <laughs> Like we're uh, the dumb YouTuber influencers. So uh, please do so. Um, yeah. Yeah. Stay so tuned. We really appreciate you guys. And we'll see you guys next week. Sounds good. Peace.